Welcome to the Balance That podcast, where we explore the intersection of health, nutrition, fitness, mindset, and believe it or not, mighty balance. My name is Saoirse from Build and Balance Nutrition, and I am on a mission to provide you with the tools and resources you need to achieve optimal well-being, as well as the language and articulations of how you may feel or have felt in the past. Whether you're looking for ways to improve and challenge your overall well-being and concept of self, you're an everyday active healthcare professional, a seasoned athlete, a business owner, or a mighty busy parent, this podcast is for you. So sit back, grab a cuppa or a drink of your preference, and let's dive into the world of a balanced life through optimizing your physical and mental performance outcomes. And always remember, a well-fueled individual is a happier and healthier individual. I'm so grateful to have you here and be guiding you along the way. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Balance That podcast. I hope that we are all doing well and as always I am so grateful to have you here listening along and getting amongst it really. So as you will see by the name of this episode we are going to be going into the topic of how many meals and snacks should you actually have and what is the right number. Now I don't know about you but I personally yeah went through many stages before I studied this world of nutrition and wondered how many snacks how many meals should I actually be having and you might at times like find yourself comparing to your friend or your partner or who's at work and you're like whoa they just like continuously snack or like god they don't eat anything or whatever it may be and you may naturally find that you are kind of seeking for what the quote-unquote perfect amount of meals or snacks it is that you should be having quotation marks should um and throughout the day and so that is exactly what we are going to run through today Um, and we are going to run through this by giving you guys two key focus points to consider and then um, alongside that some questions to prompt you and to come into your own answer to support your body and your needs as well. So let's just get into it. So should you be having three meals and three snacks or two meals and three snacks or three meals and no snacks at all? And what is the most optimal number of meals to support your body and mind? You might be wondering, yeah, okay, give me the answer, Saoirse. And I'm gonna annoy you because the answer is it depends. It depends on you and it's so individual and there is no right or wrong because what works for me won't work for you. And what works for you won't work for Bob down the road or Billy at your training session or whoever it is that's roaming around your environment, it's going to differ hugely depending on your individual needs, your goals, your lifestyle, your preferences, etc. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you an example utilizing my own personal standpoint just to give you guys a bit of a viewpoint as to how it can be so, so different for every individual and the importance of actually accumulating a structure that supports you, supports your daily performance and also your activity performance and coming to some sort of structure, meal structure, snack structure, to support your overall health and well-being and mental clarity as well. So I'm going to give you, yeah, run through my personal, I guess, like viewpoint, my life. And I want you to think about 
the things that maybe you can resonate with that being that oh yeah that's quite similar to my life and then the things that you're like oh not that is like quite dissimilar to my life and yeah just pick out things here and there that you can kind of pull on so as we all know I am an online nutritionist meaning that I work for from home five sometimes six days a week so luckily with that I don't have any commitments to rush out the door in the morning and that is a hugely privileged thing to say and I know that many of you listening to this will be like oh like bugger you like you know you're always like up and at it rushing out the door xyz you're like having done that breakfast or you have to prepare your breakfast the night before or whatever it might be And so already that is a huge point of difference that I may have or equally it could be something of similar to someone else who has got that luxury of preparing their first meal in the day at home and having, you know, a wide range of variety of foods available, of appliances available, of that time commitment as well. So that's something to be mindful of too. Another element is that I genuinely love breakfast and snacks. And I mean, I love breakfast. Like, oh my God, like truly the best meal of the day. I'm sorry to those who don't like breakfast. Like I just just cannot, like I can't comprehend, but I respect it, but I can't comprehend. And snacking, I love snacking too. Like I genuinely like, oh, like I, I just truly look forward to my snacks every single day. But dinner, I could pass on it. Yeah, like, I know some people are going to be like, what? Like, dinner is like the most beautiful meal of the day. And I'm like, nah. Like, I could generally pass on dinner happily. I'm like, eh, I'd rather just have, like, something bigger during lunchtime. And I don't know, just something about dinner. I'm like, meh, could leave it if I, yeah. But I don't, of course. But I could. And even that, again, could be a point of difference for many of you here where you're like, "Mm, I actually... I hate breakfast and I love lunch and I love dinner and yeah and I don't even like snacking or I love snacking etc. Another part to it is I train five to six days a week which can range both between morning sessions and evening sessions which means that the meal structure that I adhere to is going to have to support those types of training. So if I'm training in the morning, that means that I'm going to have to ensure that I'm having pre-fuel. If I'm training in the evening, it's going to have to ensure that I'm adequately nourishing my body straight after training as well. Again, this is going to look different for everyone. If you're someone who trains in the afternoon, that means that the amount of or timing of your meals and snacks are going to look quite different to mine. I go for daily strolls throughout the day. So this is another point to that of how my, um, like how many meals and snacks I might have throughout the day will differ because my step count is quite high. Um, Again, some people might not actually get in a lot of steps throughout the day. So they're not expending as much energy throughout the day. Goals, my current goals are to fuel for performance, both physically and mentally. So again, that meaning that my meals need to support me fueling for performance and the number of meals and the timing of my meals and what's present in my meals need to support that performance-based lens as opposed to other people who may you know, be focusing on a deficit, a surplus, maintenance, food freedom, whatever it may be. So with that, my meals and my snacks, how many meals and how many snacks I have throughout the day need to support 
my lifestyle, my body's needs and my overall goals. So what that looks like for me, what looks like having three meals and three snacks, sometimes four snacks, sometimes five snacks. And this can differ depending on the likes of um, if I've had a really intense training session, for example, the nights that I have sometimes two hour Muay Thai sessions, that might mean that I have to have two pre-fuel snacks because I know that my body is going to be requiring that more energy to match my energy demands. Equal to that, for example, if on a... um, if on a you know a morning where I'm back to back client calls, then my lunch and the timing of my breakfast can be pushed out that little bit more because I have got the privilege of working from home. And so you can see that how my meals need to support my specific lifestyle and how they're going to be so, so different for each and every single one of us as a result of all of these individual factors that come under them. So to give you great, great relief, how many meals should you have throughout the day? How many snacks should you have throughout the day? It doesn't matter. The number is not what matters. Rather, what actually matters is what's present in those meals, what's present in the snacks and the timing of those to support your overall performance, whether that be physical or mental and your day-to-day performance as well. So when we are thinking about how many meals and snacks we should have, I want you to consider two key principles. So the first one, which we're going to run through, is structuring your energy intake and number of meals or snacks that you have to suit your individualized lifestyle and goals. So that meaning we want to circulate back to the base of our energy hierarchy of needs that that we spoke about on our previous episode our energy balance. So the first thing that we want to do is ensure that we have some sort of base level understanding of how much energy we actually need to be consuming throughout the day for the energy output that we are putting out. Because based off that, what actually matters is that within the number of meals, within the number of snacks, you're actually getting an adequate amount of energy to support your energy expenditure to support your overall health and well-being. So again, if you're an individual who is simply just cruising, like you're cruising, you're just like maintaining, um, maintaining, <laughs> you're maintaining um, and you're just quite happy. But for example, if you noticed, oh, I've actually started to gain some weight or I have actually started to drop some weight and I don't want to. I actually really want to be mindful of maintaining, like I'm quite happy with the weight that I'm at then it might be the case where within those meals that you're having, within those snacks that you're having, the energy balance, so the amount of calories that are within them are not lined up to that of your goals. And so this is why it's so important to gain some sort of insight as to how much energy your body is requiring compared to how much energy you are expending. And that is actually what's going to matter most in terms of the the number and the snacks that you have throughout the day. Then when it comes to the second part, what we wanna look at is nutrient timing. So what comes under this bracket 
when we look at nutrient timing, we can really dive into your overall lifestyle. So like factors that I just spoke to prior around, we want to look at timeframes, like the timeframes such as your work, your training and things that you've got going on throughout the day, your non-negotiables or whatever it may be. Alongside that, we want to, of course, look at your likes and dislikes. Do you actually like breakfast? So say, for example, you don't like breakfast. Well, how can we actually just push that you have an optimal brunch? Maybe it is that your brunch is more nutrient dense. It's got more energy. It's got more energy, just meaning calories. You've got more calories in your brunch to ensure that you get enough energy throughout the day. So it doesn't matter if you have those two meals as opposed to three meals because within those two meals you're still getting in enough energy to support your body maybe alongside some snacks as well so it doesn't matter about the number of meals what matters is what is present within the meals and then when we're looking at of course um, alongside your lifestyle as well we want to look at the likes of accessibility so um, you know whether or not you are someone who works on a site like maybe you're a trainee maybe you're someone who works in an office maybe you're someone who works from home the equipment that you have got available to you throughout the day is going to differ equal to that your time and the amount of time that you have got for your meals, that being preparation, that being consumption, that being, um, you know, pur- purchasing your foods, etc. Then we want to look at the likes of your budget. How can you actually fit the number of meals that you want and what is actually present within those meals to suit your budget? Some people really value spending a lot of money on their food equally. Some people don't. And equally some people simply don't have the budget to spend a lot and so it's so important as well that we are setting up the number of meals and what is present in your meals to suit your budget to ensure that we are optimizing what is present in those meals the best that we can with the resources that you have and so with all of that the first that being the first key thing that I really really want you guys to think about is the first and most important thing that you want to think about when you're thinking about, okay, how many meals, how many snacks do should I, should I have, quote unquote, or can I have, or that actually works best for me? You want to think about, okay, well, how much energy do I actually need to get into my body to support my energy output throughout the day? What are my current goals? If it's just been chill as a cucumber, perfect. Like that's absolutely perfect. Just ensure that you have got some sort of consistent structure within your weeks. That being, you know, yeah, like Monday to Friday, I'm most likely to have three meals, two snacks. Maybe it is on a Saturday you have, you go out for brunch with a friend, but you know that you're still getting in an adequate amount of energy. Um, for the rest of the day, you've got your snacks and um, things that support you there. And then you want to look at the nutrient timing. So that meaning that you've actually popped these meals and these snacks to support your overall lifestyle, your mental performance, your physical performance. So if you're an individual that trains, okay, well, with what my structure is, say that be three meals, three snacks, how can I ensure that I am consuming them within the most appropriate time frame to optimize my overall energy and uh, energy expenditure for my training? So does that look like having my breakfast three hours out and ensuring that that is set up for me and I can adhere to that absolutely with absolutely no problem because I've got it all sorted for myself do I have a structure of consuming my 
pre-meal snack at x time and how can i actually ensure that the energy that is within those snacks supports my energy expenditure too okay guys i don't know if you guys just heard that but that was a seagull so if you guys did hear that within that recording like literally just before then i'm really sorry (laughs) that was a seagull looking at me directly in the eye and i was like oh my gosh and then I didn't want you guys to feel like you're going absolute delusional and being like, is there a seagull right by me? No, it's right here in front of me and it's still looking at me. So let's just hope that he he just doesn't want to say hello again. But anywho, um, yeah, so that being the first um, kind of key point that I, I want you guys to think about when you're thinking about how many meals, how many snacks should you have? I want you to think about okay, well, how can I ensure that the energy balance and the nutrient timing that I am applying actually support the number of meals and the t- and the number of snacks that I'm going to have throughout the day, that being one of the most important elements. And then the reason why we kind of do want to get clear on the number of meals and the number of snacks to support our body is because our body loves consistency and I know I've mentioned it before but it is the case where if a PT were to give you a you know a plan you know that your body is going to best respond when you are being consistent and you're going to feel the most optimal you're going to see the results you're going to feel the results and overall your body's just going to truly thank you for it and equally so will your mind because your mind equally loves that form of consistency it creates a lot of mental clarity it removes a lot of mental um you know that decision fatigue because we just have that clarity there and the same principles apply to that of your meal structure and the number of snacks that you have meals that you have throughout the day and week and you may even be able to reflect on this yourself like if you're someone who does uphold really great consistency in the number of meals that you have and the timings that you have them consumed it might be the case where you go an hour over your like normal kind of range of having your lunch or your breakfast and your body's like yo like yo yo bro (laughs) it's time to eat and so we know and it also just increases our ability to tap into honoring our body and the hunger cues and the signals and yeah just listen to our body as a whole so I want you to viewpoint as you know really structuring the number of meals and the timings of your meals to be in almost like a glass of water so the glass is almost like your structure so um and then the water inside is kind of like the fluidness so of course that could be like the meals that you actually consume can differ every single day or whatever it may be and of course there are going to be times that you will go through say where your meal structure is completely all over the show it's like you know Christmas birthdays um celebrations you might even be away for the weekend or just weekends as a whole might look different for that of during the week that gets to be perfect as well it's about what we're doing most of the time not all of the time so the structure the number of meals the number of snacks that you're having most of the time not all of the time is going to result in the results that you obtain so that's just a key point as well so when you have that glass when you have that structure you then can allow the water inside that glass to go with the flow a bit more and be that bit more flexible alongside it as well
And the second most important factor that contribute towards how many meals, how many snacks, your overall meal structure that you have to support your body is actually looking at what is present within those meals, within those snacks. So looking at are we adequately balancing those meals, those snacks to support the work required and your overall health performance, mental clarity, etc. So we want to ensure that we are optimizing those eating windows to support you. So when we think to, of course, along the lines of, say, for example, you're an individual that you don't have a goal at the minute, you're just fueling for performance, for optimal health, whatever it may be. We want to ensure that those meals that you're consuming, those snacks that you're consuming are balanced in the sense that you're having your complex carbs, you're having your nourishing fat, you're having an adequate amount of protein and you're distributing your protein throughout the day to ensure that you're keeping nice and satisfied. You're having adequate fiber, fruits and veggies, you're being nice and hydrated. You're also not falling into that all or nothing mentality. You're allowing for the likes of um, whatever type of um, less nutrient dense meals or snacks that you like, brownies, takeaways, whatever it may be. So we're ensuring that we are adequately balancing those meals within your meal structure to support your outcomes. Equally, if you're someone that is working towards a specific performance-based goal, that being you know, going towards a competition, whether that be a race, um, a fight, whatever it might be, okay, well, how can I ensure that what I am consuming within those meals support my performance and my goals? So for example, if you are training for a marathon, then we are going to want to ensure that you're getting an adequate amount of energy first and foremost, because your energy expenditure is going to be a lot higher as you're training. So we want to ensure that within those meals that you're having, they are energy dense, they are nutrient dense. Then we want to look at, okay, do my snacks support my overall performance as well and do the timings of those snacks support my performance as well so that might look like having those simple carbohydrates and ensuring that my pre-fuel workout snacks actually support my overall performance as well so what is then important is within the number of meals and within the number of snacks that you're actually consuming running through a checklist with yourself in those moments and being like okay does this meal does this snack support my goals And your goals equally can be no goals at all. Your goals could literally be like, I'm actually just happy, just living my life, going with the flow and actually just focusing on nutrient-dense meals, nutrient-dense snacks, gaining consistency, etc. That equally gets to be perfect. If you're someone who's working towards specific goals, then again, we want to ensure that you're asking yourself in those moments, does the meal that is presented to me right now, does the snack that I am consuming align with my goals and how can I optimize it or how can I fine tune it or how can I tweak things here and there if I need to and with all of that being said it's not to say that we are going to have this quote-unquote perfect number of meals and quote-unquote perfect number of snacks or perfect meals as a whole or perfect snacks as a whole that again is not what we're aiming for we are aiming for what we do most of the time not all of the time and that's where that balance is obtained and where we can truly hit that sweet spot for you so how many meals how many snacks should you have throughout the day the beautiful thing is 
it is up to you and you get to decide what best supports you, your lifestyle, your goals, etc. And know that these also get to change. They get to change through the different seasons and different reasons that you go through. For example, if you go through a change with your work, if you go through a change in the type of sport that you do, if you go through a change in the type of food that you like, maybe you might wake up one morning and you're like, I also love breakfast, never would have thought I would say that or whatever it might be. So know that you get to change your structure as well and that gets to be perfect. And if anything, it is just inevitable that that will be the case, especially if you're someone who is performance-based or you're working towards specific goals. But I can't emphasize enough the importance of actually gaining some sort of structure for yourself where we've spoke through the importance and how just amazingly our body will respond when we provide it with that clarity of oh okay I know that I am going to be receiving three meals two snacks and or whatever it might be or three meals three snacks or two meals and four snacks literally whatever it is that works for you sit down look at your schedule look at your goals look at ensuring that you're getting in enough energy of course first and foremost then sit and actually look at your schedule look at the timings Get clear on what it is that is going to best support you, knowing that your structure is your glass. So that meaning the number of meals, the number of snacks, and then the water is what is present within those. So of course, we want to ensure that we are balancing those meals the best that we can, but they get to change. They get to ebb and flow. They get to go in that glass like what water does. It gets to be flexible. But when we've got that structure, then our body will respond the best. Um, and yeah, as a whole, you will just feel that bit more balanced. You will gain more mental clarity. Your body will feel that more energized because it knows that it can trust the timings. It knows that it can trust that it's going to get in enough energy. And equally, you will gain a lot of mental clarity because you don't have to think about what time am I having lunch? How many meals have I, am I having today? X, Y, Z. You actually just get to remove that element of decision fatigue for yourself. Um, and if you're someone as well who, say, for example, works different shifts or maybe you train at different times, again, I cannot encourage enough to just sit down and write it all out for yourself and gain that clarity for yourself. So, for example, I am someone, as I mentioned earlier, who trains the variation between my mornings and my evenings. So my meal timing and also my meal structure can look different. But because I have got so clear on it, then that is just it's second nature to me now and I just pick it up and I don't have to like think about oh what time am I having xyz snack or how many meals am I having because it's just second nature and that decision fatigue is completely removed for me and my body can trust that it's getting consistent amount of meals throughout the week and a consistent consistent amount of um, energy to support my goals or whatever it may be so that is that thank you so much for listening in gain your structure and gain um, clarity on what is present within those meals for yourself. Um, knowing that there's no right or wrong way, what works for me won't work for you. And I would absolutely love for each of you to reach out on Building Balanced Nutrition, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it may be, and share with me on my, yeah, on my platforms what you're taking away from any of these episodes or this one in particular. I love, love hearing um, the things that people take away from it because every individual is so different. And I appreciate just hearing all of the things. Um, and yeah, 
Equally, if you want me to cover anything in particular in these upcoming episodes, please do let me know too. I am here to support you at the end of the day and that is the reason for this podcast. So please ensure to reach out. And thank you so, so much. Have a lovely week, weekend, whatever it is for you. And I will be back in your ear holes, hopefully without the seagull next time.